Through the Lens, a podcast for the curious and creative. I'm Natalie, model and presenter. And I'm Jamie, broadcast producer and photographer. Welcome back to LTTL. Today, it's about stepping outside your comfort zone and taking on new challenges. But first, it's time to catch up. Episode three. We're Mm, here. We are. It's still so, it still feels so surreal that we've got a podcast and um, uh, welcome if you're new, you're brand new, this is your first episode that you're listening to. I, yeah, I'm super excited to to start another one and happy Mother's Day. We're recording on Mother's Day today. Happy Mother's Day to all the mums, prospective mums. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> we respect you. We thank you for everything. Um, when this episode comes out, it's going to be uh, like two days after. Mm. So yeah, I think I think our des- our mums deserve a whole week, whole month, every whole day. Year. Every day is Mother's <laughs> Day. Every day is Father's Day. Yeah. Every day is everyone's day. It's so funny. Yesterday, I was speaking to a friend of mine, and um, she's from overseas. She's Moroccan, and she said that she doesn't really. Uh, celebrate Mother's Day in her country where she's from mm. and she said that you know she'll still celebrate it she'll take her mum out and stuff but she's like when do we have Daughter's Day yeah. I'm like <laughs> I'm like I'm pretty sure we you know we spend <laughs> they spend the rest of their lives just taking care of us but yeah it was really f- funny yeah yeah I was talking to my parents as well and the first time that they heard about Father's Day Mother's Day was when they started living and working abroad um and yeah even even to this day it's not really we don't really it's not a big thing that we get into as a family um yeah every now and again i might surprise them with a gift it's very sporadic (laughs) yeah 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 no i did ask you about it the other day but um uh and i I was i was kind of shocked that i'm like you're not you're not going out or you're not going out obviously um (laughs) since the lockdown is still in place but you know you're not Mm. gonna cook for her <laughs> i think that's just a very stereotypical thing to do that's why yeah but um well yeah. it is it is uh tough times obviously we're still in the midst mm. of covid19 lockdown physical distancing things um thoughts go out to you if if you've been affected by um the pandemic indirectly or directly a lot of uh, i imagine people that are in the creative field um, mm. and a media field. Um, a lot of those industries have taken a big hit um, during this during these times. So we're, we're thinking of you. Yeah. Well, in this case, it's kind of like, uh, for example, you and I. Um, I I work in events. I I rely on work with shooting and being out there and basically. Uh, going to these events that are not really happening, right? So yeah, that's definitely been a uh, um, a hit for me. But the in terms of lifestyle, it's kind of the same. Like I kind of work from home sometimes anyway, so that's not been so different. But for you, you work full time in an office or you know mm. at, at the um, broadcasting station, and how how is it working from home? Well, yeah, so I'm. Um- I actually have a bit of a balance. Uh, I work three days from home, and then two the two other days I actually go in into the office. Um, basically, the nature of my work, I I have to be in contact with people. I train mm. people, um, and so um, 
the the company that I'm at, it's it's an essential service. Uh, it's 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 considered an essential service, and um, which needs to continue, especially during this um, time. Um, yeah. And so, it was really interesting transitioning working to working from home. Um, I I like working from home. I actually I really <laughs> like it. I feel like I'm more comfortable where I am, using my own computer. Um, obviously, if I don't have to go out um i'd prefer to stay in just to stay safe i live with my parents and they're quite healthy but they are on the older side so it, that makes them somewhat of a risk as well so i have to be careful whenever i do go out that i'm taking care of myself and i'm not catching anything um so i do prefer yeah. i do like being at home um but it is good to have a balance i still like to see people whenever i do go to the office it's nice having that um, in-person interaction and I think people do miss that um, but it's it's a good balance I'm I have. getting used to seeing people through a screen now it's great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just kind of more convenient now like I'm literally catching up with friends more in quarantine than I am in real life just because it's like it's just picking up your phone and calling them or facetiming them or you mm. know playing games on house party which is what i've been doing all week <laughs> Very good. yeah i think but yeah yeah if if you or if you know someone who has been directly affected by this we'd um if if, if you don't mind we, we'd love to hear about your story and share it out there i think people need to know what people are going through um i think I, it was only maybe a week ago where uh, staying with the media field um, I don't know if you heard, but in the Philippines, the the government actually closed down the the main media organization there. Really? Yeah, it's it's a bit. It's why uh, was there it an feels outbreak? Feels a bit dodgy. No, well they the the current um, president of the Philippines, um, whatever, you, however you feel about him, um, quite controversial. Um, he's yeah. always kind of ha- had. Um, he's always kind of faced off against the media. Um, and with this particular media organization, this is, I think this is the longest, so like the longest standing independent media organization called ABS-CBN. So they, they cover lots of news and current affairs, Mm. entertainment as well. It's like the main channel for everyone. Um, and yeah, the, the government decided to shut them down, which is so, I mean, in, especially in these times, people need to know the up, most up-to-date information. Um, so why? Why did he do that? Like, what was his reasoning behind it? A lot of people are saying that they've, that the government has shut it down because they've been critical of He's the government. covering up something? Oh, That's okay. the thing, yeah. In the Philippines, um, yeah, it's, I feel like there are a lot of cover-ups and... Um, Maybe the, they're the, doing a little dodgy. The figure that's coming out, um, it's a lot of people feel like it's it's not very accurate, and obviously the media's role is to make sure um, the government is is doing their job properly and keeping them honest. And so, I feel like there's there's been some conflict there, and that might be one of the reasons why uh. they they cut. So, yeah, we we need the media, we need the arts, we need. We need these other services, especially during these times. And yeah, if you are affected by this, um, yeah, feeling for you. And we'd love to hear from you if, if you're out there. Mm-hmm. So let's step right into our this week's topic, which is stepping outside your comfort zone and taking on new challenges. Ah. <laughs> uh. 
the comfort zone. Mm, the snuggly, cozy, warm comfort zone. <laughs> Basically, what I've been in uh, during this lockdown, I'm very much immersed in my surroundings. I've set up a little office in my room. Is that what you picture a comfort zone would be? Because mm. that's where I am right now. Trackies. Yeah, it's a place where kind of like 99% of the humans exist, right? Sure. It's, mine basically could be, um, yeah, just staying in, not really going out. This is pre-COVID <laughs> and, and little things like that to not taking a job opportunity. What about you, Jamie? Uh, the comfort zone for me. I think, yeah, mine would probably be similar. Um, so, again, staying at home, um, not really putting myself out there to socialize. I think that's the that was, that's been the main comfort zone. For me, um, throughout my life, I think I feel like it's more exciting outside your comfort zone. It, we, we, would, we do spend a lot of time in the comfort zone, but whenever you do stick a, stick a toe out outside of the comfort zone, <laughs> that's when things get interesting. And I feel like that's where you grow as well you do lots of development yeah well definitely I and mean, yeah and if i think you stay in your comfort zone which whatever that might be it's um different for all ages and all types of people um but it yeah when you stay in this like you know if you visually want to imagine your comfort zone you stay in this circle let's say you really constrict your ability to grow and um uh the reason why we wanted to talk about it and and bring it forth so early in our podcast episodes is because it's something that you know I'm learning in my 20s to do like later in my 20s to kind of pick up more of and um it's funny because we had this you know our first episode was navigating through our 20s it's our first episode check it out if you haven't done already (laughs) um we I we kind of dabbled in in stepping outside your comfort zone there and we really I think that episode established uh, your personality and what you've been through and and the same with me as well and I remember saying like I wanted to kind of uh, say no to things uh, not not be afraid to say no but then you're like you were the opposite you wanted to say yes to more things mm-hmm. and that in that case you know just to dive in that a little bit more of a context of context it's like something like I used to say yes to everything. I used to be like, all right, do, my friends would want to go out here. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, sure. I would kind of drop things to go out with them. Yeah, and just took a lot of opportunities for work. I, 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 you know, I did a lot of different things rather than sticking to like one career because I was kind of interested in a lot of um, different genres and I was in, interested in media, in craft in business and I was like hey how am I gonna now I'm only thinking about how can I incorporate everything together whereas you you're a different story right yeah so being the opposite um the challenge for me um was to step out of the comfort zone and 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 literally and figuratively step outside (laughs) and see (laughs) and see people and meet up with people um and I feel like I only ever I, I only found that in the last maybe five years or so i'm 30 mm. i'm 31 now so it was towards my mid to late 20s that's i feel like that's when i kind of stepped out um of my social comfort zone um i think when i think of the root or where that kind of came from it's probably easy for me to point to um having strict parents 
They always wanted to know, mm. whenever I went out, they always wanted to know where I was going, who's going to be with, what are you going to do, when are you going to come home? Um, and my brother also went through that too. Um, uh, growing up, my brother would try, would, would want to go out and then I would, I would see, or I would hear my parents say these exact same things to him. My brother's five years older than me. Um, so being the younger oh, one, wow. being the younger one, I, I was sort of, I grew up with that expectation already. Like I already knew that I would have these restrictions on me. And so I think I naturally just became less, uh, I, I, I naturally became antisocial because of that. Because wh why should I even try to go out when it, I'm not going to be allowed anyway? Or if, mm -hmm. I, if I do go out, they're gonna, my parents are going to be asking me all these questions anyway. Yeah. So to avoid, to avoid any of that, I'll just stay at home. <laughs> well, yeah, for people who don't know you, like I've obviously known you as like as the guy who's like a homebody, but from what it um sounds like, it's like you, you don't step out of the house. You do. You're very much a social guy. Yeah. <laughs> but you're, I think that's why we wanted to bring it up because your comfort zone was just like, even before, like you wouldn't really bother because you're like, all right, no, I'll just kind of retreat and go back home or mm. if you were to ask to go out kind of thing rather than taking initiative and being like, oh, no, okay, let's do this. Yeah, I think that, that was probably my comfort zone, going home. And mm. um, one, not having to deal with the conflict of um, arguing with my parents for not letting me go out, <laughs> that, there's comfort there. And two, yeah, maybe the inconvenience of trying to figure out how I'm going to get myself home if I do end up staying out late. There's comfort. Yeah. There's a comfort there. Just I'll just be. I'll I'll be at home anyway. I don't need to yeah. figure out how to get home. <laughs> well, this is just a very easy example of of you know staying in your comfort zone because you know those those reasonings were kind of like excuses to kind of retreat back to mm. your I say comfort zone. Um, mine I think would be. I think it's funny because I was you know before I was saying I was kind of the opposite I was kind of opening myself up to newer people and personalities and I was exposed to um, with the field that I was in I did pageant work and that kind of opened up a whole new world for me you're constantly meeting people and you kind of like I didn't have that judgment the way that I do now in terms of like um, uh, meeting the right people and everything like that. So my comfort zone was kind of like, I was pushed basically out of the circle. <laughs> I feel like, I was like, this is my comfort zone? Nah, you're not staying here. Let's let's get out. Um, and I think that even, it did teach me so much um, doing the pageant because I was so young. I was 21 at that, at that time. And I was basically put in the deep end. And I think a lot of my job opportunities like working at the radio station and the broadcasting station where I met you, I was also shocked in the deep end because I don't know if you know this, but when they interviewed me, they asked me if I had any prior knowledge of, you know, the genre, like we can yeah. say it like Asian pop music or yeah. something like that. And I, I was honest, I wasn't going to lie. And I was like, um, uh, very transparent. And I said to, no, I don't, but I obviously have an interest in it. And I think they just liked that my curiosity and like literally that interview, they're like, all right, well, you're starting on Thursday and you're going on radio live. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. That's, that's, that's different. Right off the deep end there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That wasn't a push. That was a kick. Yeah. Um, but I think 
you know, seeing those patterns with my life, it's kind of like, it's not like I was kind of standing there and be like, all right, I'm ready. I really did prepare myself. Like I really tried to get myself out there um, uh, to even be exposed to these types of situations. Kind of people like, oh, how did you get that job in radio? And I, I was very fortunate to not really have a educational background to get me there but at the same time it's it's really about preparation and luck mm. you know that whole saying of yeah and timing as well right place right time yeah and i appreciate it so much looking back into it and you know life kind of gives you these opportunities and it's it's those times that you really need to take it and it's all in the matter of just like a single decision mm. i i think you can i could have easily been like um, you know, they t- they inbox me, the producer inbox me um, to meet up with me, just like a regular, like, mm. interview. It was nothing big. And I, I was actually about to go uh, on a weekend trip somewhere. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just try this out. Don't know who he is. I, so I actually didn't go on the weekend trip because it was just a social thing and prepared for my interview. And then look what look what happened. Yeah. We do mention we we did bring up luck, but I think at the same time, you have to be ready for when that luck hits you, mm. when that timing hits you. You have to be ready. Did you have you done the work? Have you upskilled? Have you do you have the skills now so that if that opportunity does come up, are you ready? And to I take think it. to take yeah. it. Whenever I try something new or whenever I I feel like stepping out of my bubble, there's always a level of measure with me. There's, I always have mm. some kind of co- I I always um, <laughs> have some c- caution, or I kind of yeah I I, I want to know as much as I can before jumping into it. Um, I don't know if that do you feel the same or do you have you ever jumped into something like not knowing anything? <laughs> for me, I was kind of like an all in or all out kind of personality. Mm. So for to to do that, I kind of didn't really think about the restrictions because I was like thinking I was living life on the edge and that, you know, I won't take, I won't get these opportunities again. So I didn't, but then at that, at the same time, you know, I did kind of get emotionally or mentally kind of hurt from certain, certain circumstances that you weren't kind of cautious about. Mm. Um, with like example relationships that you meet or something like that, or the, the people that you open up to at that time. Um, because I was so exposed to so many people. So I think it's 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 good to have balance to meet in, in between Jamie and I. Yeah. <laughs> um and it's it's I, I call it a muscle. Like if you've never really practiced or or, or exercised it, you won't really know, right? Mm. And the comfort zone can be hard to identify because when you're in the comfort zone, you're not you don't know. You don't know that you're in this zone. Like that's why it's kind of dangerous because mm. um, it's like it takes something to happen for them to be like, oh, okay, what's this new feeling that I'm getting? What's this anxiety that doesn't feel bad? You know, there's such, there's something, um, you know, there's positive anxiety that I think really does exist. And I have felt it before, you know, kind of all the times that I'm about to go live. I'm like, I have extreme anxiety, but it's good anxiety because it's pushing adrenaline and it's um, something that I I firmly believe helps you practice that muscle. Let's bring it all together. So talking about stepping outside of your comfort zone and, and taking on new challenges, live through the lens. We're talking about creatives, creator, creators, 
people who are making things and making things happen. Um, what what's an example of when you've stepped out of your comfort zone as a creator or as a maker? Can you think of anything there? Yeah, I think it's it's one of the things is this podcast. Um I've been thinking about doing a podcast for so long just because you know me as um uh as a radio host and I I've had experience in that case and I'm like, "Okay, where can I use my voice again and really kind of have creative control?" over it because you know there's not many opportunities once I left the broadcasting station about a year and a half ago two years ago there's not many opportunities that will come by like that again the way that I had last time and so I thought okay well if there's no drop opportunities there's nothing that I can really apply for I was like okay well then let's just do it ourselves this is where the seed was kind of planted in my head and then uh, you know, you and I are friends and then we spoke about it and we're like, oh, like I didn't even know um, how it brought up, but I think it just naturally kind of um, flowed into our conversation about starting a podcast. And I think that's what a challenge that I was definitely wanting to take on. Mm. And since starting it, I'm like, okay, well, here's the next challenge. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be constant challenges, but I think – one thing that I find is is what's different um, is that it's giving me that positive anxiety that I was speaking about before. I'm like, hey, we need to prepare for this script or we need to prepare this interview and, and talking about stuff that really, really motivates me. Mm. What about in your case? Um, we've done this podcast together, but I'm sure do you have an example of when you took on a challenge? Yeah. Um... I think I can look at my photography. So when I started with photography, um, it was it's very much a hobby. Doing lots of street photography, taking photos of whatever's around the house, walking around the area, just taking photos of trees and, and things like that. Um, and then that kind of branched out into doing street photography. Um, so going out in public, taking photos of, of street scenes and trying to be creative with the compositions I can make and um, the exposures I, I could find um, around cities and, and different places. Um, so that was kind of my comfort zone for a long time, a bit of travel photography as well. But then mm. I thought, I wonder if I can take photos of people and do portraits <laughs> for people. Um, and doing that, I was definitely stepping out of my comfort zone because if you think about portrait photography, you're, you're, you're working together with a model or another person, whether or not they know how, how to pose or how, how they're coming off on the screen. Um, mm. So as the photographer, you kind of have to know how to, make, how to, how to direct them in a way um, and, and mm. interact with them. And so I feel like I stepped out of my comfort zone in terms of photography when I picked up doing portraits for people. Um, I feel like, yeah, it, it wasn't easy, but I was kind of bringing together what I knew from the other disciplines of photography and, and making that work. And, and also bringing, to, bringing in some of my experience directing talent on TV and radio um, and bring that to my portrait photography work. And I think that kind of worked for me. And now I really enjoyed it. And I'm trying to find these days um, kind of more unique ways to, to do portraits for people and, um, mm. and kind of find my own style because I feel like I, I was copying styles and things that I'd seen on Instagram. 
but then at some at one point I was like, okay, I need to find my own style now. What really what what do I enjoy about this and and how can I and how can I push my craft forward? Mm. Yeah, that's actually really cool because I think that's when we got a lot co- closer since yeah. we started working together and collaborating and um, I guess uh, in turn it gave birth to this podcast um, a little bit later. There so, you go. It's full circle. Yeah, it's a domino effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think in my case, I'm just going to answer your question again because I realized mm. that there is something that a challenge that I took um, so a challenge that I recently took was entering Miss Universe Australia because yes, I had uh, I've had pageant experience, but this was a whole kind of a whole new tier. Like I won Miss Vietnam Australia in two thousand and fourteen, but this was kind of like on a you know more dim- uh, state level. It was kind of a like a whole new level. Like the winner of this pageant basically goes on to Miss Universe and represents Australia. But yeah, so people kind of um think like with pageants and stuff, like when the you know, when you think of pageants you think of, you think of, yes, you know, pretty faces. World peace. Uh world peace. <laughs> yes, I just want world peace. Um and, you know, really kind of glamour makeup and, and all that stuff. But I think like the reason why I wanted to apply and take on the challenge was because recently I've just been all about being an advocate for empowering women I've you know when I see my friends who are in the media and creative field and who and those who aren't and they're very you know progressive in their career in their in their office jobs and everything I think that's just so so motivational and that's so inspiring for other girls who are kind of looking up to them that who are much younger and I you know, I wanted to spread the importance of, of empowerment and being stronger and being better as females and, you know, having a voice where we can use that for, for positive things and the, and the things that are close to, you know, my heart. So, yeah, I did that and I, I generally, I didn't tell anybody for a month that I, that I was doing it. So I was already kind of in the progression of, um, doing shoots and meeting the other girls and I didn't tell anyone because I thought that I was I was too scared to fail my mom if if I told my mom like she would not care she'd be like her question would be like all right did you make top five if you don't don't tell me (laughs) (laughs) you know I did tell her and she wasn't like that fortunately (laughs) I think you just kind of make up these things in your mind and um it's something that like these excuses, it can be like, no, I don't want to go out or I don't want to see this person. It's kind of all similar, right? But I made top 25 and I was only one of two Asians to do so. So I'm super happy, long story short. And yeah, that was a challenge that I think I was um, super reluctant to do, but we're still actually in the process of um, the pageant. Like it hasn't finished yet. So who knows? Watch this space. Miss yeah. Universe, <laughs> Natalie Tran. <laughs> no. Yeah, that sounds like my goal right now. No, my goal is just to, yeah, just empower girls. <laughs> that's great. And that's a great goal to have. We'd love to know what your comfort zone is. Let us know. We have an email. Yep. The email is livethroughthelenspod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to share something just before we wrap up. I found this quote uh, it's a it's a little paragraph, but it kind of summarizes all my thoughts on our 
topic of stepping outside your comfort zone and taking on new challenges. So it's from Margie Worrell. She, it's a piece from Forbes magazine. So you can expect it to be very uh, motivational. Fancy. It goes, in an increasingly competitive, cautious and accelerated world, those who are willing to take risk, step out of their comfort zone and into the discomfort of uncertainty will be those who will reap the biggest rewards. Mic job. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I think the reason why I wanted to say this, uh, to read this, was because I think the times where I was very much scared of doing something new or or picking up a new project or, um, you know, starting this podcast, I made up a lot of excuses for myself, you know, for others. And I kind of saw the world around us and basically there was nothing really kind of that motivated me to push me. You know, I think I can relate this to people in L.A. that, uh, you know, L.A. is kind of like the the culture hub of, you know, creators and actors and everything like that. And because you're surrounded by that, it kind of pushes you, right? Um, it pushes you to do those things. And it's extremely competitive. So sometimes that can be a motivation to do things that you haven't, you know, or you've put aside for a really long time. Yeah, just following what you were saying, I think the environment that you're in has a huge uh, impact on on your personality and the way that you see, mm. the, the way that you develop your lens. But, I yeah, I don't think there's anything else I, I need to add to that quote that you were saying. It's, it's mm-hmm. essentially... Take the risks, be brave. Um, if it doesn't work out, then you just start over again. Um, but if if things do work out and you've taken that risk, I think the reward is 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 so much greater than any potential failure that might come out of that. So, be brave, do your yeah. thing, create, develop, and progress. That's what you got to do. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think this is what we're trying to create a community of motivational help and everything like that and we're totally here for you as well hit us up if you want to yep we're here for you the community is here for you the little community that we have now but we hope to grow um so yeah hit <laughs> us up on our email live through the lens pod at gmail.com and uh we have a discord as well the link to that is in the show notes Thank you so much for listening to Live Through the Lens. We're officially on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so make sure to follow us there. In the next episode, we're going to be talking to a good friend of mine, Livy B. She's a Twitch streamer and content creator, and she's going to have some really cool insights into the video game industry and streaming online. Check it out. You don't want to miss that one. Okay, that's all. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.